Are you single? Or maybe double? Whatever it is, today's topic, we're going to talk about something that might be relevant to you. We're going to talk about AI Companion today, and uh, it's a really interesting topic, and AI Companion can mean many things. Whether you're single or not, that's you know maybe less of an issue or less of a concern when we talk about AI Companion, because it's so much more than just uh, the relationship stuff. There is a lot more to it and how the whole thing works and uh, how it's sort of impacting our society and the way we behave and make decisions are quite imp important to know about because right now people are doing it and you might know someone or you might be someone who is interested in knowing more or experiencing this new advance in technology. So uh, thanks, Amit, for coming up with this uh, topic, AI Companion. Very intriguing. I would very much like to talk to you and I hope our audience will enjoy our conversation today. So what 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 is AI Companion, Amit? So uh, thanks again, Renat, for that uh, great introduction. Uh, I couldn't have done it myself that well. Uh, so, uh, I mean, when you talk about a companion, a companion is normally a partner you uh, you have a close relationship with. But a companion could be many other things. A companion could be a friend. Uh, a friend is a companion. A companion could be a work colleague. A companion could be uh, someone you share your deep, dark secrets with. Um, could be a therapist could be um your psychiatrist uh, could be could be many many things could be your school teacher uh, not in the sense that okay he's a companion uh, he or she's a companion but in the sense that they are very close to you about a particular subject because they teach you about that subject so a companion can have multiple meanings and with the advent of chat gpt and these large language models uh, what's happening is that you can train these tools to behave in a certain way, like in certain personalities. And uh, that's how AI Companion is now becoming even more popular. So the reason I uh, wanted to talk about this topic is uh, it's already very popular. There are a lot of apps about, uh, I mean, having uh, AI friends, dating apps where you can actually date a AI instead of a real person and many other things uh talk to a mental health expert but that expert is an ai uh talk to a private tutor that tutor is an ai uh, and 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 th there are many other applications and uh, all these things uh tell that okay this is something to stay because if a technology like this is being used in this way and people are actually using it it means it has its own um, advantages and uh, it's popular so i thought okay let's talk about it let's discuss uh, what are the pros and cons etc yes absolutely it is it is um, i mean the more i think about it the more i sort of realize how you know how big the it can extend the use and also the impact in our society etc cetera, etc cetera. and as you correctly mentioned it's not just the romantic relationships that you have uh, but also it can expand to any kind of relationship controversial relation uh, sorry uh, conversational <laughs> relationship with any entity and now the more I think about it, I, I feel like I want to go back to the beginning. And, if you know, right now it's becoming more and more sort of uh, uh, worth it, if you'd like, uh, with with the conversational um, 
uh, AI models that we have uh, recently, like ChatGPT and the rest. But technically, we've been having uh, AI companions for just a little bit more earlier than that. For example, Siri or Alexa or uh, um this kind of uh, conversational sort of um technologies has been there but the main problem uh, that these faced is that it couldn't hold up a conversation more than one response so you ask a question it gives you an answer and then it forgets the history of what just happened and then you have to ask a new question and then so on and so on. Now that posed a obvious problem with the realist, re- realisticness of having a proper conversation like you would do with a human. Now, nowadays I've noticed Alexa has also started to become more, more kind of, if you want to call it realistic, because that may not be the right thing to say, but um yeah, so um, it it is becoming that, but again, it's it's still uh, you know none of those models were nowhere in nowhere near. Even in those cases, we have heard news and various anecdotes in social media that people were kind of you know sort of escaping loneliness by talking to Siri and and the rest. So even then. You know, when when people are lonely or are going through mental health challenges, it is very difficult, and they need anything that 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 would uh, sort of even temporarily occupy them uh, out of loneliness. And uh, this is very difficult. And you know, any help is something. And uh, because of that, I think uh, at that time, even though that wasn't really sort of. Um, having conversation it's just asking question and getting an answer yet still it was something but now i am kind of keen to see this space and how it expands to you know everyday life um as it as as now we have the technology to have continuous conversation with the memory of that conversation from the starting point and that's that's a big deal it is a big deal and uh, in it, in, it's interesting you spoke about Alexa, Siri, Google Assistant. Uh, basically, uh, initially, they were used as uh, voice search, voice commands. So instead of doing a Google search through typing something on your computer, you do a voice search. So you trigger the uh, the agent through a voice uh, command and then you ask a question and the question comes uh, and they give you a response. So now uh, they're called actually now they're called voice assistant because they can now assist you in doing certain things like switching off the light, uh, switching on your TV, uh, shutting your door, switching on the camera, etc., etc. So those have become voice assistants and they are also like an AI companion because as you mentioned, people find it comforting to talk to these uh, assistants. There's actually a very old film that's called Her, H-E-R, and that was uh, about a character yes. that um, sp- speaks to an AI. Uh, I have not seen AI. that film. Yeah, it, is, it, is, it was very interesting and the way how the whole thing turned out as um the computer used its like the the you know the this power of uh you know sort of talking to or sort of generating multiple responses like thousand times or tens of thousand times more 
and it would get bored with just one person right so that was uh that was that was very interesting and uh, yeah it's a good movie to watch if you are sort of thinking about but again it is fictional and we're you know our current technology is nowhere near to that fictional scenario in the movie well so so what happens uh, in real life so say i'm talking to you okay we are talking over zoom but when we meet um uh, we uh, talk in person so you have a face you have a voice so even if i close my eyes and uh, i listen to this podcast later i can recognize that that's renath so i can associate that voice with that person and then you have a particular style of writing text so you use certain words in your sentences so that indicates that okay this is your style of writing so that uh, so that is again an identity and an ai companion can take up that personality and these personalities can be real person so i recently read again in one of the articles that i was reading that a tiktok influencer uh, what she did is uh, she was getting a lot of uh, request from people to uh, like uh, start uh, talking to her so she thought okay let's do an experiment let's uh, uh, let me train ai model with my voice on thousands of questions so thousands of questions were asked to her and she responded using her voice okay now imagine you create a bot or chat application okay and you ask people to register to this chat application and you get a private session with this tiktok influencer and you talk to that person in their voice so you ask a question and you get a response back in a whatsapp voice message not a chat but a whatsapp voice message and then it feels even more personal so now it's not about text it's like in the movie her that now it's more personal so now you connect more because now you have the voice so you can keep listening to that voice and that's how that's the next level and it's absolutely, it's happening the, it's the happening. way you know what yeah yeah absolutely it's happening right now and uh, yeah the, how much it will expand that's uh, that's for us to see now the what you were you know what you were just saying right now made me think of this thing like how many senses do we we have five senses and whenever we experience something it is ultimately these five senses that we're using so now uh, when we see a person uh, you know in 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 person there are you know we can i mean obviously it would be kind of weird but we can smell them uh, or we can touch them these are the two things that happens differently as opposed to meeting them for example in a zoom meeting like we are right now i mean apart from these two senses the other three senses are fully uh, fully okay and with with better quality etc cetera, etc cetera, it the experience is as if that we were i mean there was there is nothing sort of restricting us to communicate in different ways i mean you know there even the non verbal uh, communication for example hand gestures or you know with with really good connection and really good uh, sort of um uh, set up you would even know whether if i'm nervous and if i'm breathing heavily or you know my even the subtle changes in body language or expressions etc so apart from smell which is not really part of a regular conversation you do with with uh, everyone um and touch which is also not really a conversation 
point. Uh, it is uh, to some degree to to really close companions, but not always. The rest of all of their experiences can actually now be, and I mean, you mentioned audio, right? Audio and text, these two are already very much, but video is also underway. I mean, right now you can create videos. Right now you can create, you can uh, sort of create a professional image of yourself by just uploading a regular image of yourself. You could also create a 3D model of your head by uploading your few images from different angles. So the video part, and right now on kind of real-time video AI update is not there yet as far as I'm aware, but manipulating videos with AI is also available. In in Potentially with GPT-4, I think uh, you can... Kind manipulating of, video there are, yes yeah so there are there are other tools like runway ml and they have gen 2 model and that can um, you, uh, create a video from text prompt or it mm -hmm. takes an input video and then using your text prompt it edits that video in that style so suppose yes. you want want a style of a video so you upload a style and then it will create the video from your text prompt in that style and and what you mentioned about uh, the people uh, now having a what we call it a digital avatar, right? So mm -hmm. that digital avatar can be created now because you can scan yourself. So you can scan yourself using a tool of the whole face from all all 360 degree and even your body if you want. And you can then upload it on the um, internet and you can then give your voice to it. And now if someone wants to talk to you, they can talk to your digital avatar. We discussed in the last... Uh, uh, last podcast about digital immortality, like how a digital version is created of a person who's going to pass away so that the, the their relatives who are grieving can still uh, be in touch uh, with these people. And imagine now this can be replicated. So currently what's happening is in, instead of a real avatar, like um, my holographic image or my, uh, my complete self, it's a digital cartoonish kind of avatar. So like you have on the metaverse in uh, the meta universe, so horizon worlds. So in that you have a digital avatar of Mark Zuckerberg, but that's not like the real person. It's like a cartoon character. So those cartoon characters are currently there uh, on dating apps and you can actually date these uh, uh, avatars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean, the... the AI generated video content is already there. The only thing that isn't there, although I don't know for sure, it might just be there from yesterday or tomorrow. Um, the only thing that isn't there is real time AI generated video content. So right now I can't sort of uh, just type uh, and it, uh, my AI avatar would be with you in a Zoom call. I don't know if that's possible just yet. Uh, but once that is possible, then that means digital communication with a sort of a AI being is very much possible to a degree that you are happy to do uh, with a human. Like, you know, we are talking right now um, at work. Most of us work from home nowadays and, you know, many other things that, you know, uh, we are doing are from as long as if there is video there, it just completes the full circle. But even without the video, text and audio is 
already there and a lot of people are sort of using it to have an ai companion absolutely and i think uh, i mean uh, with, with the ai companion we have to we have to see that uh, people are getting comfortable as you mentioned people are getting comfortable talking to this ai companion more so than a human being so a lot of the, uh, there are a lot of introverts and especially people now who are so used to technology they are more comfortable talking or sitting in front of a computer than actually sitting in front of a person and that creates a whole different social dynamics and these people find more comforting and there are robots actually so there are like robot dolls that you can get uh, so that uh, i mean it's it's it might be socially awkward to take those robots out but at your home you can actually have a robot with you who can maybe do the household duties who can be your companion who can listen to you who can respond to you empathetically uh, etc and and these ai uh, companions that we are talking about i mean we are focusing on dating but let's say example you have a mental health issue and you don't want to talk about it with a real person because you think that they will judge you so you go to an app and then you start talking about your issues and the app then responds in a very empathetic way and then you you find that comforting because it's very different from say a human being giving a response because humans get tired humans uh, are erratic they are not uh, all the time rational they also have emotions but with ai you can control all of these things and they can give you a response that's uh, more suitable for your uh, maybe a uh, personality and your uh, condition and that helps a lot of people and they feel more connected to that person i think that's the uh, same thing happened with the film in uh, her so in the, in the film her the same thing happened the person felt more close to the ai uh, than an actual person and they started missing the ai Yes, yes, absolutely. And this is uh, again, I mean, if you guys are following along uh, our podcast in previous episodes, I have always been sort of uh, clarifying it over and over again is that ChatGPT and all the other sort of conversational AIs are not uh they don't have general intelligence. So they don't actually understand you and all of those things and I I kind of try, was trying to make a point that look these are not real these are sort of just mimicking human conversation but yet even knowing that this is the case i think i would still be sort of uh, inclined to learn say for example a new skill um i don't know uh, uh, programming languages very well uh, and i could ask chat gpt in fact i was sort of getting help uh, doing a few projects that i was doing and you know it was more kind of uh, natural to me to talk to it as a conversation and i think it also responds better because that's what it's trained on as well uh but you know it uh, i can totally see that it doesn't even have to be real or you know that part that we think that this is a fundamental requirement of having a meaningful conversation that oh the other person has to understand my feeling that's not always the case and um this is this is where we might go a little bit off topic but let's just think about when you're having a conversation with a human you're thinking you are conveying a particular set of emotion and an idea but are you sure that they're receiving it that way and there is a very very simple uh, simple sort of test that you can do i mean you know write down like three words like sometimes often 
seldom. And there, there could be 10 words, similar words, and tell them to write what percentage of things occurring is sometimes. You know, you might say it's 50%. You might say seldom is 10%. And you might say often is 90% or 80%. But and tell them to write down the same thing. And you will see the difference and it will really make you think that anything that I'm saying, are they being, you know, uh, are they being received the way the, the same emotions I'm, I'm telling the other person, the human person. And then when they're saying, they're also thinking about how they felt, but without you experiencing their uh, sort of what happened during their day, there is no real way for you to fully understand the way they want you to understand. So at the end of the day, when you are talking, you're really just talking to yourself. <laughs> and uh, whether the other person is an AI or a human, as long as they're responding in a way that guides you towards your goals, then it's it's actually less important. I'm not saying it's not important at all. It is important. It is important for us to know that the other person can sort of understand my feelings, why I've done this thing as opposed to the other thing. And they can relate to a degree. It's not completely going, you know, nowhere. It is being received and the general idea is being understood. So it is important, but it's not a fundamental requirement as much as we think it is. And that's what I want you guys to sort of ponder about uh, after you listen to us today, because it is an interesting way of looking at, uh, you know, our wow. direction. That's that's a profound way. Even I was uh, I was taken aback uh, with that thought, like you're talking to yourself. I think when, when we pray, um, and I'm not a believer uh, in God, uh, so when you pray, you actually close your eyes and you talk in your subconscious mind uh, and you pray for something. So normally, uh, if I uh, look at it in a way that, okay, uh, if there is no God, uh, whom am I praying to and who am I talking to? And uh, I came to the conclusion. And by the way, disclaimer, this is purely my opinion. I'm not forcing my opinions or beliefs on anyone. Uh, you're free to pray uh, to any God. It's just my belief and my opinions. Um, so please uh, don't take it any, any other way. Um, so when I pray and uh, I talk to, when I used to pray and I used to uh, pray to a God, uh, I realized that actually I am just talking in my head and only I can listen to it. So basically I'm talking to myself, as you rightly mentioned, um, that I'm just talking to myself and I'm calming myself saying that things will be fine. Things will be okay. You will get this. You will get mm -hmm. that. You're just convincing your mind. It's like positive thoughts, reinforcement, which now a lot, lot of mental health experts, they tell that, okay, don't worry, be calm, don't be anxious. So it's a way of calming. And that's why meditation has picked up because meditation is also in your head, just you talking to yourself or just focusing on one single thought. It could be breathing. It could be a game. It could just one single thought. You just focus on it. You calm your mind. You relax yourself and then you just focus on it. So I think AI companion, yes, you're right. Uh, it doesn't have to understand what you're actually saying. It just have to give a good enough response for you to think that it understands you. And that's enough. And that's why I think chat GPT has become so powerful because it is just good enough for most of the people to uh, interact with 
thinking that okay it is there to help but it's not it's just a tool and it's just randomly blabbering words if you look at the algorithm um and then it's i mean not algorithm the training model and uh, and it and and you think that it's intelligent when it's not uh, so you always have to do fact checking but it's good enough to uh to help you understand difficult concepts like a virtual tutor so instead of now paying someone a lot of money to get coaching in a programming language or in mathematics or physics or chemistry or biology history geography you can now have a virtual tutor and that tu- uh, tutor is your companion now they are a learning companion and you are learning with that person instead of watching a video on youtube on which you can't ask questions now you can say that okay let's watch this video together and i have these questions can you answer that for me so that's an ai companion as a virtual tutor same thing when a mental health expert i feel lonely i feel depressed what do i do how do i get back how do i live my life what's what's the purpose of my life etc that person that companion that expert will say okay do this do this and then same with the dating app same with uh, many other applications virtual assistants so i want you to understand that okay this is where i'm coming from i want you to set up a meeting do this do that so the virtual assistant understands and these are all the very very powerful applications and of course one thing that we haven't spoken yet is the uh, ethical aspects to it so now you are actually talking over the internet to a model that is there on a server and whatever you are saying is getting recorded so your deep dark secrets your private emotions your thoughts they're all getting recorded on a server even if they say that it's not getting recorded it is getting recorded for sure because yeah. no no one can say that it's not getting recorded and even also the, even, even, even if it i mean they have to i mean for the for the system yeah, to work exactly. they to have train to the model record it yes. to give you the right guidance they might Even record it anonymously yeah. but you know anonymous is as good as however careful yeah exactly so even chat gpt records everything that you say to it so that's why it is very important that you anonymize the data that you are putting in so you don't put personally identifiable information maybe we'll talk a uh, uh, we'll do a talk on this as well pii i think that's a very interesting topic uh but you should make sure that you're not talking about a lot of personal things uh, that can identify you as a person like amit sarkar is talking about religion uh and non believer and i can identify that person by what they are saying uh, to chat gpt or by asking what questions but here's the thing i mean you know if if someone is sort of considering an ai companion and they might i mean as as we mentioned at the beginning of the talk that companion could be anyone you know a virtual assistant a teacher but it could be also very close personal personal relationships like a therapist or a dating a, yeah girlfriend a or girlfriend, a boyfriend, or boyfriend yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a romantic companion and when you're kind of um having these types of uh, relationship like a like a therapist or a partner a romantic partner then you don't really want to i mean that the whole point is with these people you don't have to think about the repercussions you can just open yourself fully up now yeah, no judgments yeah no judgments and the the most safest place you know your your partner and your uh, therapist these are kind of uh, you know uh, thought to be and then if you now have to sort of be cautious about what i can or can't say then 
that does take away from the experience though doesn't it even though however realistic the responses are uh it does it does kind of um yes ruins i think the i think you're right a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if you if you can't ask uh, like a real person like i'm talking to you uh and if i can't confide in you uh or the air companion uh, in a way that's more real and every time i have to think what i'm saying um then yeah it it creates uh it defeats the purpose of the companion so this... and then you are just treating it as a tool exactly so now this is actually quite important and relevant now and i think we should do another uh episode on this as well which is how to create your own chat gpt so this is something i think uh, we should we should talk about in a later episode because nowadays there are uh, free tools available in github and i think i i i as far as I, i could be wrong but facebook has also released a sort of a ai model that you can basically install it in your computer and then sort of train it uh, with with various data now the first question anyone who understands a little bit of about ai they would say that oh my god my personal computer doesn't have enough spec to run an ai model you know you would need a graphics card this much and you would it, it wouldn't be possible in personal computer but that's a myth i'm here to tell you in this episode but we'll go into it in more detail in later episodes when you know i've kind of done it myself i have that in my task list to do um but uh, that's a mist you can come to like as close to only 1% gap you could come to 99% close to chat gpt level responses with using these free ai models that you can use it in your computer in your personal computer or a laptop and the level of closeness it will reach is you know the difference becomes negligible even if it's not 1% even if it's 10% difference and you have 90% capability of an ai model and then you can teach and you can you can sort of train it with the data that you would like to be trained on so if, if you trained it you know in generic everything first and then you can give it specific data that you've collected about yourself maybe your chat history maybe your email history and everything about you so then it knows you a lot more so yeah. or it could also mimic in a different persona that you know we discussed earlier today so so it is very much powerful and i think that might safeguard you to keeping your data within your personal computing space and that's why i thought it's important that we we bring it up now so you guys know that there is a way and you know uh, it, it it is a little bit techy it's not impossible there are youtube videos with step by step guides um but yeah something that is possible and available uh right now but we we might want to do another top uh, episode on this on its own so the, so the only thing or only drawback which i see with that is that you can't take it's not portable so you always have to have your laptop with you but most of the or- people they carry a smartphone that is true i don't think it's 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 uh, smartphones are powerful enough to to do that but no, smartphones are not powerful enough but smartphones are there so that you can get an app 
which has these ai companions mm-hmm. and you can use those apps log in whenever you want say you are in a meeting say you are in a your commuting say you are in a cinema hall say you are with a friend say you are at a cafe watching or hiking so you have the power wherever you have internet and whenever you have your uh, smartphone with you you can talk to that app instantaneously without like uh worrying about whether i have my laptop and i think that's the power right i mean we can do so many things on our computer the laptop everything but the smartphone is the single most device that the person interacts with the most in a day i mean even if you have computers you interact more with the smartphone than anything because it's portable i take my smartphone everywhere i mean i i don't carry my wallet anymore i just use my ah, smartphone yes so it's, it's 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 that powerful and it's it's like a house key now so i just yes. carry it everywhere i i can forget my key but i don't forget my smartphone and so, your keys now it- days with smart lock your yeah, yeah smart locks so yeah. I, i don't trust that technology yet <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah that th- that is true so uh, i think um, th- th- that's that's the uh, important bit that i think differentiates between a desktop application or a laptop application to a smartphone app and that's where the uh, i think that's why a lot of companies they push for an app because it's just easy and people can interact with even if they are in the bed i, I mean i don't want to take my heavy laptop and uh, on my bed mm-hmm. and then uh, type on it uh, sitting it i can just lie down on my uh, bed and then uh, using my uh, fingers i can just quickly type something in the app and get a response so i think that's a very uh, app, it's a, it's a very important differentiator and that's why these things are getting popular now because these models they are all hosted uh on cloud servers and you can interact them using an app and it's so easily available and you can modify them as we discussed in the beginning that you can modify them d- different personas i mean right now in chat gpt if you want to do a proper prompt uh, you tell them that okay you are an ai expert or you are a computer expert or you are a uh, say you're applying for a job so you say that you are a technical you are a technical recruiter and you and ask me Uh, questions uh for a particular subject so you give them the subject and they'll ask you questions and then you respond to them so they are a technical recruiter then you say you are a java expert so you ask them a java specific programming problem and they can ask reply in that particular uh with that particular knowledge if you just ask if you just give them a simple question and a problem they will respond you but not as that persona so mm-hmm. that persona is very important to define if you want a specific response a very uh, good response from chat gpt yes absolutely and um you know the, the that that then we delve into more into how to prompt it better in a way that you get the 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 right kind of and we were you know i i would tell you guys to sort of uh, go check out our prompt engineering uh, episode because we've we've covered a lot more and also some tips on how to prompt better to not just chat gpt but any of these conversational ai models which i might think that uh, which i think that it might be really helpful in nowadays uh, even if you're at you know using it for job or just for fun and that episode we cover a lot in terms of how to prompt better yeah and i think uh, i mean uh, i mean if if we come back to ai companion uh, it's not about prompting now so it's not like you have a specific persona in mind you are just talking to uh, ai normally you are not putting any context you're just saying okay i just want to talk about this today 
I, I want some help in that aspect, like we are talking uh, on this podcast. So, so something similar. So you don't define any personas, you don't define anything. It just, it's actually pre-built. The persona is pre-built in the tool that you're using. Uh, this actually reminds me something. Sorry to interrupt you, Amit. This actually reminds me of something, a very like a tiny thing that I've experienced. So a few days ago, I was kind of, uh, I had a sort of a coding problem and I was sort of taking the help of ChatGPT asking it, oh, I want to do this. How can I do this? Please help me with the code. And then when it wasn't working. So it was actually quite late and I've been doing that the whole day and it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was, uh, you know, already kind of, you know, quite impatient, et cetera. And then, uh, you know, in, at, after one of the questions, it kind of responded with, you have to, you know, gave me a list of things that I have to do in order to sort of uh, get to the next stage of my project. And then instinctively, I had this response saying that I'm tired Right. Like I didn't feel like doing all of those things and I couldn't even feel like telling it that, oh, break it down in smaller chunks or whatever. I just wrote, I'm tired. And, you know, this is the thing. This is the best part of this kind of um, uh, language model, which are not a specific, uh, you know, specifically skilled. So straight away it responded with all the things that i can do to make me feel better i could go for a walk i could have a drink of water and not just that where else i could go to help who i can call and all of these things which are actually quite helpful and someone with um, uh, what i can imagine someone with mental health issues and loneliness and other kind of uh, sort of uh, need to to converse they would be so massively helped by by such a tool uh, that it is amazing and to be able to sort of tailor it to to the persona that you would like to converse with that is a huge ability and uh, i am you know quite quite positive about how this technology will expand very interesting because my wife did a similar thing. Uh, she um, she asked a question, ChatGPT responded, and then she said, "Thank you." <laughs> ah, like right. you would say, uh, <laughs> "You thank someone, right?" In the in the real world, mm-hmm. so she responded, yeah. "Thank you," instinctively, and ChatGPT then responded, "Oh, it's a pleasure." This that. So it was it was really nice. Like okay, ChatGPT understands what you're saying. I mean, of course, it's it's <laughs> take it taking thank you as an input and trying to see what are the best out, output based on the training uh, data but that it has. It's not that relevant whether it understands the exactly. You know, meaning it, of thank it's just you good because, enough. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. I would say it's even more than good enough because for you as a as a as as the human part of the conversation, you understood and you got the response. And it is up to you. And this this reminds me of a of a really uh, sort of powerful quote that I really like very much, is that you can't do anything um, that happens to you. You cannot. You, sorry, um, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond to it. So yeah. you, I mean, you it it is in your head. You can decide whether this response is meaningful or not, and. It doesn't have to be a like a, a thinking, feeling, understanding human on the other side of the conversation for it to be meaningful. I mean, a lot of these responses that it generates for work, for whatever, 
they are quite meaningful responses and um yeah i mean uh, i would say that i i very much sort of am for uh, the progression of of this and uh, looking forward to what it brings yes and uh, i think yeah i'm i'm also looking forward to what the technology uh, unfolds into because uh, i mean there are i think many other applications that we haven't even thought about like um, like like an expert i mean like a debugging expert say you're an engineer yeah. in outer space and you have to fix something you don't have a human being you have an ai companion who can guide you on how to fix things in outer space maybe deep submarine i don't know i mean you're on a hike and you need some navigation help you don't know how to read a map um, so Oh, this, these you. are some of the other use cases that I actually even didn't even think about. Loneliness. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking it out loud. <laughs> as uh, yeah, as as when when you are setting sail off to the seas and when you are in space, that is a, that is a big issue. People goes in can go insane to to just be by themselves. And I think uh, when I heard the first time the International Space uh, Space Station. There's one person every six months, and that is it. They just have to be by themselves for six months, which is ca- quite crazy to think about. And it, well, just... <laughs> yeah, they they do a lot of experiments, so they keep themselves mentally busy. But you're right. I mean, not talking to someone and just being by yourself for six months. Well, you were. I mean, we all were right in a similar situation during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a good point. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah. it resulted in a lot of mental health health issues for a lot of people because they were lonely they were depressed they were not able to talk to anyone it mm-hmm. was uh, yeah it was not great for a lot of people so yeah i i i understand where you're coming from but yes again so these ai companions could be very useful for these long journeys long trips and not just like just companion to like uh, uh, for comfort purposes but also like an expert like uh, as i mentioned na- navigation um uh, solving issues mechanical problems so instead of now having uh, having call support team for any issues you have a companion app and that companion app can solve all the problems for you so yeah yeah no it is fascinating and uh, intriguing yeah quite uh, quite uh, fun it was quite fun to talk to you about this and uh, yeah hopefully our audience enjoyed it as well and we look forward to getting you guys's feedback and uh, you know get in touch and let us know what else you'd like us to cover but uh, yeah this was this was a good conversation amit i very much enjoyed it yeah thank you so much anath it was really good and uh, see you guys next week yeah see you yes. bye guys bye bye